This is Shi'ar Jeshub, the radio outreach of Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and today we will be continuing the Through the Bible study series entitled Heavenly Authority. Taught by my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, the current sermon is from the book of 1 Samuel and focuses on the topic, Touch not my anointed ones, and do my prophets no harm. So let's go right back into the Sunday message and rejoin Pastor Greg, where we left off last time. When there's sin and error in their lives that need to be dealt with, it has to be done in the proper way. And if that's so for the souls in leadership, then how much more, how much more then is that a caution, is that a warning, that statement for who can stretch out his hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? If there's an innocent servant who then is treated evilly or spoken slanderously of, or there are those who desire to do harm to God's innocent servants in return for the good and the good news that has been proclaimed to them. As it says again, for who can stretch out his hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? A tremendous caution, a serious warning in the scriptures. Okay, let's move on. David has seen Saul change his mind many times and he's been on the run for a long time and apparently now it finally gets to him and we read in chapter 27 in verses 1 and 2 and David said in his heart now I shall perish someday by the hand of Saul there is nothing better for me than that I should speedily escape to the land of the Philistines and Saul will despair of me to seek me any more in any part of Israel, so I shall escape out of his hand. Then David arose and went over with the six hundred men who were with him to Achish, the son of Maok, king of Gath. And remember this, Achish, he's the one that when David was in Saul's court and Saul was throwing the spears at David and Finally, Jonathan warns him that Saul desires to kill David, and David doesn't know what to do. He flees, he panics, and he runs to Gath, Goliath's home city. And the only reason he escapes from Achish is that he plays a madman. He, he feigns insanity. And now he's going right back to the enemy. He can't take it anymore in Israel. And remember, since the time he feigned insanity, he brought his parents over to Moab. And in Moab, he was told by the prophet Gad that God wanted him where? In the land of Judah, in Israel. So now he's really going against what God has shown him. What does it say? And David said in his heart. It's a dangerous thing when we start to worry and we say to ourselves in our hearts, this and this and this can happen. He says, I shall perish someday by the hand of Saul. Now that's not true. God has protected him all along and God will continue to protect him and he will not perish by the hand of Saul. 
But David is starting to believe the lie of Satan. You can see Satan putting the words into his mind. We know when he confronted Saul last time that there were evildoers that are appealing to Saul to try to push David out of the country, to make him, to take him away from the grace of God and saying, go serve other gods. And David is pushed right into the hands of the Philistines. He's joining up with the enemy. He's just won a victory over Saul's pursuing him. He's had his last conversation with Saul, and Saul again calls him his son. And yet, now he considers only his own ability to protect himself, and he forgets the very protection of God that God had just given Saul into his hands. And this is human nature. It is so difficult to be continually faithful. We can be faithful, but it's very difficult to be continually faithful, especially especially when we're under the constant onslaught of others. It's like a wall pressing in on you. And you can stand faithful in God and stand faithful in God like David, and then there's a certain point human nature people break and you can't take it anymore and we think back to Moses who was the humblest man in his day we're told who believed God for great things and yet when the people grumbled and he prayed for them and they grumbled and they they constantly rebelled against God and spoke against him and he prayed for them and he prayed and he did everything right and then finally he couldn't take it anymore and in anger he strikes the rock and he can't go into the promised land when you're under the onslaught of others continuously, even the great pillars of faith like Moses, like David, break. That's the human nature. And they're broken by the unchanging attitude of the people around them, by a situation that never appears to end. Saul just keeps saying, yes, my son David, and then comes right back with 3,000 men. And David's been on the run and he can't take it any longer. And they can even break someone like David. And that's why in the New Testament, endurance and perseverance is so stressed throughout the Gospels and in the letters of the Apostles to endure, to persevere in the book of Revelation. Because if we think from the temporal point of view, we could be faithful for a day, we can be faithful for a month, a year, two years. We start to get very impatient when the years start to pile up. David's been on a run a long time here. We're not exactly sure of the numbers. And that constant onslaught hasn't changed. Saul hasn't changed. The situation hasn't changed. He looks from a worldly perspective and when we're in that mode, when we're not in the kingdom mode, we don't look with kingdom eyes, we get tired, and we also then can go over to the enemy. David, the man after God's own heart, goes back to Achish. Verse 3, it says, So David dwelt with Achish at Gath, he and his men, each man with his household. And David had his wives with him, it tells us. Verse 4, and it was told Saul that David had fled to Gath, so he sought him no more. So he's rid of Saul pursuing him. Saul gives up. 
But now he's got a more subtle enemy. He's dwelling with the enemy of Israel. Verse 5, Then David said to Achish, If I have now found favor in your eyes, let them give me a place in some town in the country that I may dwell there. For why should your servant dwell in the royal city with you? And David acts very humbly with Achish. He really starts to move Achish. Achish sees David with his men. Later on, Achish is going to invite him to be his bodyguard. And he takes a shining to David. He's left the enemy Israel. And now he will give David actual land for him and his men. Verse 6, so Achish gave him Ziklag that day. Therefore, Ziklag has belonged to the kings of Judah to this day. Ziklag is a city in the Negev, in southern Judah, in the southern wilderness desert area of Judah, going towards where the Philistines, and obviously they controlled it at this point. Now, verse 7, the time that David dwelt in the country of the Philistines was one full year and four months. One full year and four months. Sixteen months. It's a long period of time that he's with the enemy. And as you go down to verses 8 through 12, all that time David really is outside the will of the Lord and he's living a lie. He conducts with his men raids on the Amalekites, the Geshurites, the Guzites, and he's quite brutal in those raids. And when Achish would ask, where have you made a raid today, David? David would pretend he was fighting the Israelites and that he was attacking the areas of Judah. And Achish, in his mind, thinks, well, the people of Israel must utterly abhor David for turning against them, and there's no way David's going to go back, so he'll be my servant forever. And so he grows closer to David because of the lie that David's telling him. And as far as we know in this time period, David wrote no psalms. And during that 16 months out of the fellowship of God, there is no record that David inquired of the Lord concerning anything in this period. But David's false security can only last so long. In uh, chapter 28, verse 1, it says, Now it happened in those days that the Philistines gathered their armies together for war to fight with Israel. And Achish said to David, You assuredly know that you will go out with me to battle, you and your men. So David said to Achish, Surely you know what your servants can do. And Achish said to David, Therefore I will make you one of my chief guardians forever, one of my bodyguards forever. Now David's on the spot because the Philistines are going against his people. And obviously he's not going to hurt the Israelites. He's been lying to Achish that he's doing it all along and he hasn't touched them. So he's got a situation here because the Philistines are going out against Israel. In the meantime, as the Philistines gather together and all the princes are coming together, we read in verse 5, when Saul saw the army of the Philistines, he was greatly afraid and his heart trembled greatly. Fear comes upon Saul. First of all, David's not there anymore, right? David did great things in battle for Saul. He doesn't have David any longer. And then verse 6, And when Saul inquired of the Lord, 
The Lord did not answer him either by dreams or by Urim or by the prophets. So there's no answer in dreams. We know that's one way God speaks to people like Joseph, though not every dream and not most dreams come from God. But God does speak through dreams. The Urim and the Thummim, the inquiry, nothing there, or by the prophets. And in this silence, there's a sadness that Saul, so anointed by God, now cannot hear the voice of God what to do. And there's a point that we can push the Holy Spirit so far away that we no longer can hear his voice. And so he makes his final sin, the final abomination. Saul, in desperation, consults a medium, a spiritist, a witch at Indoor. Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle meets at 10 a.m. every Sunday morning at the Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison, Connecticut. The Memorial Hall is adjacent to the Madison Green, and we meet in the upper room. And as always, we would really love to hear from our listeners. Our address is Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle. That's S H. E-A-R hyphen J-A-S-H-U-B Christian Tabernacle P.O. Box 518 Branford, Connecticut 06405 Join Pastor Greg Scalzo as he teaches from God's scriptures in our next broadcast of Shi'ar Jashub. And we pray that the Lord's grace and peace and the abundance of His holiness overflow in your life as you dedicate yourself to Him.